You're listening to Life Virtually, the podcast for online service providers. As always, I'm Ellie, your host and online business coach. Welcome back. How are you? How is the first proper week in December <laughs> going for you? Seriously, how did we how did we get here so fast? It's just wild. I don't know about you, but I'm a little bit tired. Um, It's a strange time of year, isn't it? It's busy, first of all, because you've got deadlines you want to meet, things you want to wrap up, things you need to deliver for your clients so that you can wrap up for your Christmas break. You want to get that all wrapped up in a neat bow so that there's nothing like hanging over your head over the Christmas break and there's nothing horrible waiting for you when you get back. So it's busy on the business side of things. And then it's always busy on the family side of things as well, on the personal side of things. There's so much going on at this time of year. I know for me, um, some of my in-laws are coming home for Christmas from New Zealand. It's been like a good few years um, since they were home. So we've got some extra family around this year. We're kind of trying to line up schedules, who's going to be where, when and what the story is and all of that. I have a wedding on New Year's Eve, so I'm like, okay, in the midst of all this, I have to find an outfit. <laughs> um, and then there's the planning for 2024 too. This time of year is a lot. Like, I mean, it's good, isn't it? Like, it's it's good busy, but as always at this time of year, there is a huge emphasis out there on social media, in people's content, on goal setting which, yeah, is incredibly important, right? Um, we need to have goals in our business and in our personal lives so we know what we're doing, so we know what direction we're going in to keep us on track. But if I'm honest, I think that there's a little bit too much emphasis on just goal setting at this time of year. Because let's just be real about it, it's really, really, really <laughs> easy to set goals. Like I'm sure even if you haven't written down what you want to achieve next year yet, like you have an idea of it, you have a mental list in your head. Um, and I mean, it's easy. All you have to do is sit down for a few minutes with a pen and paper and write them out. But there's a little bit more work involved in making sure that you're setting goals that you're excited about, that are truly aligned with what you actually want. And to be quite honest, I think there's something more important than setting goals at this time of year. It's taking a moment to think about the approach you're going to enter the new year with. So today, no, we're not going to talk about goal setting. You know how to do that. <laughs> you already know how to do that, okay? But I do want to talk about some really important work that goes into shaping your approach going into 2024. Um, this week, I actually held a private planning and reflection session with the MiniMind alum, the online service providers who took part in the MiniMind throughout 2023. And oh my God, it was just so amazing to get them together. Honestly, the energy in that Zoom room was electric. They were just all bouncing off of one another. Um, some knew each other from doing the program together. Um, others knew each other a little bit from like social media and stuff. And some of them had never met at all. Um, but yeah, it was just a really trusted room to do this in. And so I'm going to share some of the exercises that we did on that call with you so that you can shape your approach going into 2024. 
I also want to talk about creating new offers because I know for quite a lot of people, creating or introducing a new offer in 2024 is one of your goals. So let's have a chat about that too. But first, (laughs) I wanted to, yeah, just fill you in on some of the common themes I've been seeing in my conversations recently. I've been talking to tons, of course, of online service providers who are gearing up for 2024. And honestly, I'm hearing a lot of the same things from people. Um, And I always think it's important to just touch on that because if I'm hearing the same things from different online service providers, I'm sure that some of you listening are feeling the same way. And so let's just open it up. The first thing I'm hearing is that the comparison game is strong right now. (laughs) Oh my God, it's something that we just battle with, I guess, throughout our businesses. I've heard from online service providers who were like, Ellie, I knew what I wanted to do. I was like, this is what I'm going to do in 2024. I've got a clear vision of what I want. And then I went on to social media. I went on to Instagram. I started looking at people's posts and stories and what they were saying and what they were doing. And now I've no idea what I want to do. (laughs) I've heard that quite a few times. It's hard, isn't it? Comparison can just come and bite you in the ass like at any time. And it's always really unexpected. And it's something that we need to manage, I guess, especially at this time of year. Because if we are way too much in the comparison game, looking at what everyone else is doing, you won't actually set proper aligned goals that you truly want to achieve for yourself next year. And you know, I like to say Ellie made mistakes, so you don't have to. (laughs) I have been there, okay? Back in my first January as an online service provider, I made that rookie mistake where I didn't realize how busy January was going to be. I didn't get to do my planning until like the end of Jan. And I remember looking at this list of goals and going, yeah, cool. I can do all of these things. Whoop, going to do it. Feel confident. And I did not look at that list of goals again until October. <laughs> and I may have never looked at them again, except for the fact that I actually found it in my desk drawer. It was written in the front of a notebook. Um, and I looked at it and I went, who wrote these? Like, seriously, who wrote these? Me, apparently. <laughs> I was like, I have no interest in these things. Like, what was I thinking? And the truth was, at the time, I wasn't putting um, enough thought into what I actually wanted. I was hopping on socials and I was seeing um, other people in the industry achieving this and achieving that. And this is what they were doing. These were their next steps. And I just automatically thought that's what I was supposed to do. Um, Not that I particularly wanted these things, but I thought, okay, well, if, if she's doing that, then that must be what I'm supposed to do. Now, luckily, it didn't hinder me too much (laughs) because I had other opportunities come up in that year um, that just changed the trajectory of everything. Um, But it was just crazy to look at that list and be like, who wrote this? Like, seriously, who? So my advice, if you feel a bit caught in the comparison trap at the moment is, well, I have a couple of uh, suggestions, <laughs> things that I have done myself over the years and things that I recommend to my clients as well. The first one is if you feel negative when you're on socials, take a break. Seriously, I have learned over the years that when I start to feel a bit crap every time I'm on Instagram or um annoyed at what I'm seeing, I'm like, okay, it's not Instagram, it's me. So you might need to like step away for a week or so. 
the other thing is make that mute button your best friend. <laughs> I'm always telling the mini minders to do this and they're like, Ellie, you saved my life. I'm just going to be honest. Sometimes there's people out there who you know in the industry or a kind of know in the industry and you might not really like seeing their content. Maybe you don't agree with it. Um, maybe it always just makes you feel a bit less than because they're moving so fast. Um, maybe they post the type of content that, you know, just doesn't suit you. You know, that red type of content where they're always like, you're doing something wrong, like that type of thing. But you know them, even kind of know them. And so you don't want to hit unfollow because you're afraid it would be like a thing. <laughs> this has happened to me a lot throughout the years. That's when you press the mute button because you won't see the content coming up anymore. You're you're protecting your own mindset and your own sanity, but they've no idea. <laughs> so those are my top two tips for you if that is happening. I've also been talking to lots of people who are preparing to invest in their businesses in the new year. They know that they need a push, a push that's going to help them start the new year with a bang, um, fast track their goals, get where they want to be. But some of them have been, have been burnt a little bit this year with the investments that they um, invested in. <laughs> and so it's a worry. And oh my God, like I get it. I have had, I've invested in my business a lot over the years in lots of different ways. Um, coaching, courses, programs, tools, and not all of them have been good. I'm just going to be honest about that. Not all of them have. I've been hearing from people who did courses this year and whilst they said they were good, I'm not saying they said they weren't, right? <laughs> whilst they, they said they were good, they were like a lot, like a lot, a lot. Um, to the extent that what they were taught was not taught to them with sustainability in mind, as in they're going to be able to learn this here, take it away from the program and weave it into their daily business day. It wasn't thought to them with sustainability in mind for people who have like other priorities in their life and don't want to be freaking chained to their laptop. And so when they did try to implement it, it was just starting to lead to burnout. And then it was like, I just can't do this. I spoke to other people who worked with coaches this year who were not online service specific. And so the advice that they were given, um, they couldn't really implement because it the, the coach didn't understand the inner workings of an online service business. They might be good at business and they might be a great coach, but they understand the outside of an online service business, as in what it's like to work with an online service provider, but they don't understand the inside, like the inner workings. And yeah, so they haven't been able to implement the strategies. And that's hard. I've been there, by the way, and I'm going to admit this right now. And it absolutely still stings. <laughs> it stings so bad. I have spent over a thousand euro on a coach that couldn't really help me. Yeah, I know that's a lot of money. I know, I know, I know, I know. I don't like thinking about it, to be completely honest with you. <laughs> I've done that before. I've like seen all the content that they're sharing on Instagram and the testimonials and things like that. And I've thought, okay, this person, and then you get in, into it and you realize they don't actually understand the inside of your business. And you're like, oh my God, what did I do? Thank God it's an expense, a business expense like, but. Jeez. <laughs> so I get it. 
And then I've heard from other people who have done courses and programs and things that were very rigid, as in they were being taught a specific method or strategy that was essentially like, you have to do it like this or you're doing it wrong. And sometimes you mightn't agree with the strategy or method or whatever it is that you're being taught. Um, and that's really hard as well. Um, yeah, look, come here. I have had not great experiences myself with investments. And so if you are looking to invest in your business in the new year, here is my advice for you. Don't be afraid to reach out to a coach or a company that's hosting a course or somebody to ask questions. Now, I know that there's a lot of people out there that can be really salesy, okay? Like, I know it's ick, it's horrible. And so it might put you off. But truly, the majority of people are not like that. Like, I know for myself when it comes to the mini mind, like, I want to make sure that it's right for you just as much as you want to make sure that it's right for you, you know? So if somebody reached out to me and they asked me questions, and this has happened over 2023, people have reached out to me. They're like, I think I want to do it. We talk back and forth. Sometimes I think, "Mm, not sure if it is 100% right for you. Other times they might say to me, do you know what? It sounds good, but it's not the right time. And you know what? That is all cool. Honestly, I would really way prefer that people come to me and ask the questions and figure out if it really is right for them or not, instead of not taking a freaking action at all <laughs> and missing out on something that could really help them in their in their businesses. By the way, Early Bird for the January Mini Mind actually closes today, Wednesday, the 6th of December. So if the Mini Mind has been on your mind, do shoot me a DM. And I'm not going to throw too much at you that makes you feel like, how am I supposed to weave this in on a daily basis? It's not possible. (laughs) I do not believe that there is only one way to do things. There's the way that suits you and your business. And yeah, I 100% understand the inside of an online service business. So do shoot me a DM. We'll talk it through and we will see if it actually is right for you or not. I'm really excited about the group that's coming together for the January round. It's going to be so, so, so good. Anyway, those are the common themes (laughs) that have been in my conversations over the last few weeks. And I just wanted to say, don't let the comparison comparison bug get into your head, the comparisonitis at this time of year, because it, it really can affect your reflecting and goal setting. And this is like the most important time to not let that happen. So mute, do what you got to do, do what's right for you. And if you were a little bit burnt with an investment this year, I mean, whilst it's crap and it is crap, um, yeah, look, business is learning, isn't it? And so take the learnings going forward. Anyway, okay, let's talk about shaping your approach going into 2024. Because this is actually more important than just sitting down and writing out a list of goals just in five minutes, okay, with all your pretty pens and planners. No, we want to make sure that you are yeah, shaping your approach based off of the experiences that you had in 2023. You've learned big lessons this year, like you have, whether they're from positive experiences like your wins, the things that you achieved or like the challenges you faced, because look, all of us faced challenges this year. There's nothing wrong with admitting that. That's just business. But if we don't sit down and actually like give ourselves a chance to recognize those experiences and then the lessons learned from them, we can go forward without taking them into account. And this is 
a step that a lot of people tend to skip. You'll just write down the list of goals. Yay, this is this is what I'm going to achieve next year and move forward without taking into real account the things that you learned that are going to help you to do so much better in the new year. This is the exact reflection that I did with the Mini Mind alum on our private session this week. So I'm going to give you some prompts, okay? And obviously we're not, this is a podcast, we're not on... <laughs> We're not on a live session together right now, but I will give you the prompts, use them in your own time, write them in your notebook. Um, This is so you can identify the key moments you experienced this year and use them to shape your approach going into 2024. Okay, so the first are key achievements. So grab your notebook and pen whenever you're doing this and or even just sit here and reflect on it. Okay, write down in bullet points what your most significant accomplishments were in 2023. These can be big, these can be small, they can be anything. What were your key achievements? Second, the challenges you faced. Reflect on the challenges you encountered and write them down in bullet points. We all faced challenges, okay? Everybody does. (laughs) Sometimes it might be um, the fact that you were, that you ran into maybe a horrible situation with a client. Maybe that happened. Maybe it's the fact that you were battling imposter syndrome nonstop. Maybe it was that you had planned to get back into posting socials, posting to socials like once a week and you didn't do it. Like what challenges did you face? After that, we want to look at client feedback. So list out in bullet points the standout feedback that you received from your clients. It could be great feedback. It could be your clients giving you compliments about certain things that you do or the way that you do it. It could be constructive feedback, as in a client said, you know what, I'd rather do it this way instead of that way. Or maybe it was like, you know what, I don't don't like it. (laughs) What are the standout pieces of feedback you received this year? Write them down in bullet points. And lastly, time management. Evaluate how you managed your time and workload this year and ask yourself, is your life work harmony where you want it to be? These are all like key moments that you had throughout 2023. And the thing is, we can be so busy in business, we just forget about them. Like genuinely, we just forget. And there are so many important lessons that can be pulled out of each of these things. But we have to be intentional and take this moment to actually look at them, right? So in the next part, we're going to turn those experiences into insight. Okay, proud moments. Using the key achievements that you just wrote down in bullet points, what can you learn from those experiences to replicate the success next year? What helped you achieve those wins? Was it someone? Was it something? Were you really consistent with the way you were working? Were you working with a coach? Did you have an accountability buddy? Did you have a certain tool that really helped you? What helped you get there? What can you learn from those experiences so that you can replicate that success next year? Next is lessons learned. So identify the most valuable lessons you learned in 2023, taking the challenges you faced into account. Those things that weren't so fun. What can you learn from them though, so that we don't kind of make the same mistakes going forward? What's interesting actually was on the Mini Mind session, the Mini Mind alum session when I did this with them live, um, for 
a lot of them, the key achievements and the challenges faced were like two sides of a coin, as in they faced a challenge, but in the end, working hard at it, it turned into like a big win that they were really proud of, which is really cool. Okay, we just have two more. So client learnings, okay, based on the feedback, the standout feedback you just listed, are there any trends or preferences in there that you can identify? Are a few clients telling you the same thing? Do they like the same thing? Did they want to change the same thing? How can you align your services with these preferences? And lastly, life-work harmony. Based on how you managed your time this year, can you identify any trends or have you learned anything that will support the balance that you want? Now, I'm saying you want, okay, because I think there's an awful lot in social media out there right now where it's like, oh, I can just read a book in the middle of the day and (laughs) all I do is go to coffee shops and I spend an hour on the laptop. It's so unrealistic. I mean, look, it's 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 reality for a small few, but for most of us, it's not realistic. So I'm talking about the balance you want. If you weren't happy with your time management this year when it came to your life work harmony, can you identify why that was? Is there something you were doing that's not serving you? So that is a super quick run through of our 2023 reflection. This is a step that most people tend to skip. And it's so bloody incredibly important. I mean, we we nearly talked about it a little bit, but in a financial sense with Adele last week when she was talking about your financial planning for next year, that first you have to reflect, look at the trends, what services are doing well, what's doing, you know, that type of thing. And this is exactly the same, but for your overall business. We want to make sure that we're looking at our experiences throughout this year so that we're not doing the same things over and over again that aren't serving us, but also that we can figure out how to replicate the success that we had. I hope you do take some time to do it before the year ends because I promise you it's really, really powerful. On the session with the Mini Mind alum, there was just so many different emotions whilst we were doing this. Um, And yeah, they're feeling all fired up going into 2024. So Make sure to take the time for yourself seriously. It's how you're going to properly set the stage for yourself next year. Don't give in to this whole goal setting hype because that's easy. Okay, it's so easy. Seriously, (laughs) it's so easy to get a pen and paper and write down a list of things you want to achieve. A little bit more work goes into this reflection, but it's where you're going to get the real nuggets of gold to help you going forwards. Okay, let's touch on new offers quickly because I know that for a lot of you, one of your goals for 2024 is to introduce a new offer. And new offers come in all shapes and sizes. There is so much that you can do as an online service provider. This year with my clients, I've helped them put together um, project packages where they had like two of them, one's DIY and one's DFY done for you create passive income offers. Um, Some of my clients have created courses, but you could also do memberships. You could do like VIP days. You could do audits, offer a new standard package to get retainer clients in. Like there's just so much that you can do. (laughs) So, so much. And it's really, really exciting. But there are a few things to consider. Okay. And as I mentioned at the top of the episode, I know I've been talking to a few people who have been bitten by the comparison bug a little bit recently. And please do, do whatever you can to shake that out of your head. Because when it comes to creating new offers, we really don't want that there. Because it leads us 
to create something that we might not even like fully believe in. <laughs> we might not even fully care about, but we're like, oh, well, everyone else is doing it. So that must be what I'm supposed to do. And believe it or not, that actually almost happened to me with the mini mind. It was like October of 2022 when I had the idea. I was like, no, I am creating something specifically for established online service providers, people who have been in this industry for a little while, you know, getting the clients isn't an issue, but they want more now from their businesses. I kept the idea super close to my chest. Um, I tend to do that. Do you? I tend to do that when I'm working on something. <laughs> I tell nobody until like I feel I have it just about there. And I didn't have it just about there yet. But I saw in November last year that there were a few other coaches out there, but they were VA coaches really. But there was a few other coaches out there who were saying they had something new coming in January. And I was like, crap, maybe I should be starting to tell people now that I've something new coming in January. Um, you know, I'm still marinating on the idea. I'm still trying to get it right, but maybe I should say something new is coming. So I did. I just didn't give details yet because, you know, I was marinating still. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't ready yet, but I started to see loads of different people talking about the new offers they were going to be introducing in January. Now, none of them were like the Mini Mind. I haven't seen anything like the Mini Mind since either. Um, but I was then starting to question the idea that I had based off of what everybody else's courses and programs were entailing, like what was involved in them. I got to a point where for the first Mini Mind, the registration was open for the early bird, the wait list, you know, it was open for them and I was not getting any bites. And I was starting to panic a little bit and I was like, okay, what can I do? I don't know what to do. <laughs> and so I sat down and I had to analyze the whole thing and I, I realized what happened. I had gotten really caught in the comparison of everybody else's offers that I actually started changing what the mini mind was supposed to be. And I didn't believe in it enough. I didn't believe in it enough to market it effectively. Like you really have to believe in your offers in order to show up the way you need to, to market it properly. Because when we don't believe in ourselves, nobody else will. Like that's the truth. <laughs> if we don't trust ourselves, nobody else will. Like it's, it all starts with ourselves. So then I was like, no, okay, we're right back to the drawing board, straight back. And I was, I sat down for an evening and thrashed it all out and I felt so inspired at the end that I sent an email out to the waitlist. It was like half nine at night, but I was like, no, I'm so inspired. I'm sending this email out. And I got two signups like straight away. The next one was a few days later. So it is really important not to get into that comparison because it will affect what you're creating. But also, I can't imagine if the mini mind wasn't what it is, wasn't what my original idea is. Now, to be fair, it has evolved a bit throughout the year, which is great, but that's just through experience. Um, but wow, like I'm so glad that I caught myself in that comparison because I can't imagine if I went forward and turned it into something else. I wouldn't have got signups anyway because I didn't believe in it. <laughs> so don't get caught in that. But when it comes to a new offer, no matter what it is, a membership, a course, a package, anything, whatever it is, it's really important to understand what your aim behind it is because that's going to help you build it out. When you're creating a new offer, you're essentially creating a set of deliverables that 
the person purchasing or signing up is going to get. So when that comes to your maybe more traditional service packages as an online service provider, let's say you have a package that is 20 hours a month, okay? What's the aim behind that package? To be the wing woman to a business owner, to help them on the day-to-day within their business and to ensure that everything runs smoothly while they go out there and they, I don't know, (laughs) I'm just thinking of this off off the top of my head, focus on their craft and their clients or something like that. So that's the aim, okay? Then what are the deliverables? Well, it depends on the package, doesn't it? So you've got your aim. The deliverables could either be tasks that they get or it could be the 20 hours. Let's look at a membership then because this is where things get tricky when people are creating memberships. And I am saying this as someone who has been running one for two years. It's really important to have an aim behind your membership and then create the deliverables around that. I see all the time when people don't have a strong enough aim behind the membership. They'll just throw everything in. You get this and this and this and this and this. And they include way too much that they can't actually deliver it. And that's when people end up not having the best experiences. So like, for example, um, the SVAI, the Society of Virtual Assistants Ireland, we have a membership and our aim behind that at its core is community. Something that people who work from home by themselves desperately need. And all of our deliverables in the membership are focused on that. I think when someone's like core aim behind an offer is just purely for them to make more money, that's really obvious. Like Meta Verified. In my opinion, just in my opinion, (laughs) I tried it out for a few months and personally, I don't think it's worth it. And of course, I have to take a lesson from everything. And I purely think that their aim behind it wasn't clear enough. It wasn't like, we're introducing Meta Verified so that our users can have a seamless experience where they have access to all of these deliverables that are going to help them in their businesses and a blue tick that ensures credibility. I don't think that was their aim at all. I think that their aim was, let's throw something together (laughs) that will make us money. And they just threw a load of things into it that they couldn't deliver. Like I was supposed to get access to all of these features that I I never got access to. I heard from other people that they tried to contact support and they were never able to. So when someone is creating an offer purely to make more money, they're never going to get properly clear on their aim, you know? So those are just things to consider. <laughs> no matter what it is that you're creating in 2024, there's so much you can do. Downloadables, passive income, courses, VIP days, strategy calls. I could just list for ever and ever and ever. There's so much that you can do. But do make sure not to let the comparison get in there, as we've spoken about throughout this whole episode, (laughs) because it does skew our thinking about our own ideas. And make sure that there is a strong aim behind it. Like for a course, for example, your aim will be like the end result. So let's say that you are teaching somebody how to use Canva. I don't know. I'm just making things up as I go. What's the aim? The aim is that by the time they finish the course, they're going to be able to do this, 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 and this in Canva. And if you know what that aim is, you're going to be able to create the course around that aim, right? I feel like we just went through like loads and loads of stuff. (laughs) I wanted to fill you in a little bit on the 2023 reflection because, yeah, it's a session I did with the Mini Mind alum this week. It was such a good session. Um, And to be quite honest, like, 
it's it's easy. Setting goals is easy. You know how to do that. I'm not going to echo everybody else who's shouting about them out there and who will continue to for the next like month. <laughs> it's more important that we look back at the year that was and learn from it. And yeah, I know that for a lot of you, creating a new offer is going to be one of your goals, right? But those are my top two pieces of advice. Get clear on the aim for sure. We don't just want to cobble something together and throw it out there because when we don't believe in it, neither will other people and it won't go that well. But also, I mean, look, we're building joyful businesses, not soulless ones around here, okay? That's what the community here around me is about anyway. So we're not just throwing something together purely to make money. You're a business, of course you want to make money, but like that's not the sole purpose behind an offer. We want to make sure there's something real in there for the people who are going to take part. Anyway, thank you so much for joining me for this episode. Please do make sure to leave us a rating wherever you are listening. It really, really helps the podcast get out there for more online service providers who need it and make sure to hit follow so you never miss an episode. Next week, we are going to be joined by another fantastic online service provider to tell us her 2023 story and how different her business looks now than it did in January. And I know you all loved Sandra's episode, so make sure to tune in. Until next time.